Welcome to the Nightly Rant. I'm Mike. And I'm Toria. This is the show where we talk about the awful things that have happened in our day, the awesome things that have happened in our day, and all the things in between. Thanks for listening, and we truly hope you enjoy. You know, it's been a while since we've addressed the zoo at all. Addressed the albino in the room? The, or the lack formerly of- known as Odie the Albino. <laughs> We're going to address the albino er, in the room or lack thereof? Correct. He is... um Gone. This will be what? Friday Saturday, will be two Sunday, weeks. Saturday, Monday, Tuesday. It'll be his 11th day gone. Mm-hmm. He got adopted. And you tell right away that it was a great match because, I mean, he left with her completely willingly. Then we waited like two days. Was it something like that? I don't know how long you waited before you texted her. And then I sent her a text and just see how. You know, the old man was doing. And she said that he was adjusting and that he had become like her little shadow. And that he'd already destroyed one squeaker. And he had destroyed a squeaker toy already. Of course, it is the albino. Kicks butt when it comes to destroying squeakers. And anyway, the dude was fitting in. So I left her be... And I waited until a complete week had gone by. So I think the first call was probably like mm, the beginning of the second day. Okay. Because then I let like a five-day period go. So it was like medium-sized length of time, a little bit longer length of time. And then now I'm into even longer length of time, you know, for reaching out. And then this will be my last one, this next one. I won't reach out after that. After. Um, but after a week... I wrote to her again, and she was telling me how great he was doing and how much he liked everything, and she sent me a couple of pictures, and then um, she gave us her Instagram name, which we will not give out. Ever. Sorry, ever. Um, but And you can't find her. She's private, so. Yeah. So there. So yeah. we found her, and... She's posted some really cute stuff, pictures and videos of Odie the albino Chewini. He follows her around. He cuddles with her. He likes her friends. He broke out of his crate and cut up his nose. Yeah, he's had quite the adventures. But but see, <laughs> that's where it gets even better. Apparently, they have gone traveling for the Thanksgiving week. And we saw pictures of the old man in a bag with a zipper. (laughs) Now, we know the old man's not fond of crates, so I'm pretty darn sure he wasn't fond of the bag. He didn't look very happy. (laughs) It was so cute, though, because she had him under the seat on the airplane. Then she showed some pictures of... um, him like 
getting to wherever they were going and he was like then they showed like a video of him and his like an exercise pen and his little buddy that was there with him it was really cute he's he's getting a lot of attention and he got to travel yeah, he looked pretty happy what a lucky dog man he has a nice first thanksgiving with her and he's meeting all of her family so that's really cool so he's a happy little dirty dude yeah, I guess is he's not coming back to us. Yeah, I'm really glad though. It, it warms my heart to see him, to see him so loved. It really does. Well, she got him a haircut, and he looks so trim. Yeah, he looks really good. Like, talk about a different dog than when we got him. Is. Yeah, he's in great. He's like in Yogi shape now. Yeah, he really is. He's ripped. He maybe needs to lose a little tiny bit more. Off his, like, back. Yeah. But that'll just come from the fact that she takes him to the dog park. And yeah, he has to get exercise to build up muscle to right. help burn off the fat and keep his weight about the same. Right. That'd be perfect. But talking about skinny, athletic individuals. Which one's skinny and athletic? <laughs> you know, the Mitchell. Oh. He's skinny. Like, almost non-existent in the three dimensions. <laughs> Skinny. <laughs> Are you saying I could draw him on a sheet of paper and the sheet of paper would weigh more than he does? Probably. So. Probably. Um, but he's clearly interested in building up that build because he would like to go to the gym after the beginning of the new year. It's an interesting development. Yes. But he's also doing his his running coaching, and he's had, what, three lessons so far? I think so. And he made some mechanical adjustments to how Mitchell runs. Minor stuff. And now Mitchell went out for a run, and he only ran like, you know, what like 1.6 miles or something like that. But he did it in 10 minutes. And when you calculate that, it's like an 18-minute, 45-second, three-mile run. So let's say it's even slower than that. Let's say it's 20 minutes. Just take that 1.6 multiplied by two. Yeah. That's still a really damn good time for this kid who, what was his best time, 21 and a half? I think so. So can you imagine that simply by adjusting your stride, you can cut a minute and a half off your time. That's crazy. Yeah. It's going to do really well this year. But, and it makes me happy to see that. I'm interested in seeing what he does at this at this meet that's coming up. Yeah. Well, I won't go into detail about that at all either. But We'll tell you about it after. Yep. Anyway, that was uh, what was going on there. Uh, any interesting uh, news coming out of the mother country of uh, of Canada? Not really. There's a weed shortage. <laughs> <laughs> what has it been, like a month now that it's been legal? Yeah, and there's been a weed shortage for... For almost the whole time. For almost the whole time. How did they so grossly underestimate the demand i'm guessing there was a lot more closet growers than they thought there were <laughs> uh, 
They're so how does like, that work though? Like, like here you have to be a licensed grower, uh-huh. or if you get caught, it's a felony. Yeah. What's the deal there? Same thing. I don't really know. You don't know. I'm sure it's very similar though. I gotta look that up. I think that would be an interesting. Uh, when I said closet growers, I meant like Joe Blow growing a plant on his dresser and smoking it. Yeah, decided now it's to go legal. buy it legally. Yeah, because now it's legal. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, that's interesting. So, but that's my point. Like, they didn't really underestimate that here. Mm-hmm. Kind of had a grasp on that. But it seems like the government there didn't really have a true grasp on it, or they would have known that they needed more supply than that in order to launch. Well, and then it's kind of interesting because when you come across the border from Canada to the U.S., they ask you if you've ever smoked marijuana about 50% of the time. And they're the news is saying they're denying people that are saying yes and banning their entry into the United States. Now, I don't know if it's a select group of people and there was something else that got them banned and they're just being those kind of like media whores. Oh, yeah. I hear or if there actually is a problem. But I'm sure that there actually is some kind of small problem on some level because we all know that there's those people who have certain jobs like police or border security or whatever who are judgmental about something and then they put harsher penalties on people. Because of it. Well, right. And they use the justification that it's a Schedule One drug in the United States. Right. So they use the justification. But here's the thing. Pick on it all you want. It works the same way going from here to there. And now it's really hypocritical of your country to act that way. Because before, it wasn't legal there in a, in a nationwide and it wasn't legal here nationwide. So whoever was in possession crossing the border, it was a criminal. But now it's legal there and it's not legal here. And they still will deny you entry if you say yes. I doubt that. No, it's true. Same kind of group of people complaining about the same exact thing on the other side. It's ridiculous, but okay. It is ridiculous. Cause it, I mean, carrying it across the border... Carrying it across the board is a different thing. That's yes. called drug trafficking. Yes. Yeah. And I, you know what? While I still don't totally necessarily agree 100% with that concept, uh, I think I can compromise and allow there to be like a, anyone caught bringing it across the country, into the country is violating this specific law and then publicizing that to the whole world like it has to be on your visa paperwork etc i'm sure when it's completely legal in both places they will treat it more like alcohol and cigarettes which are still regulated as they cross the border but they're not trafficking anymore yes as long as you declare it right that's what i mean they're regulated you you can only bring a certain amount etc etc if you tell them here's my six pack of beer that i'm bringing in but meanwhile, you have stashed under a blanket, you know, four cases. Yeah. They're going to basically butt rape you for that. You well, will pay they dearly. Just, they just dump it. And they fine you. Like, they give you a huge, what do you call it? Um, duty. 
As far as I've been told, Bleh. once they discover the excess over the limit that you're allowed to bring in, they charge you the duty and a fine on what you're allowed to bring and dump right. the rest. Yeah. But they still... But you don't you pay the duty pay, on the part they don't. If you were going to pay $50, you're gonna be paying you might $50. pay 150 now. Because you're going to pay 50 plus 100 for a fine. Right. So you just paid triple. If you don't think that's getting butt raped, then I don't know what is. Right. And then if you just, if you declare it all and you just have too much, they yeah, just, just dump it. dump it. They don't Because you, you declared it. Right. You said, hey, I have, you know, let's say it's marijuana. I have three ounces of marijuana and you're only allowed to have one. Well, here, I'm taking two, tossing it in the trash. Yep. I mean, that makes sense. And I'm willing to, even though I think people should have the right to do that, I understand that. There's that criminal element that is going to take advantage of a law like that. So if you were allowed to carry it across, right, you could just be that guy that tries to avoid detection completely. Because in the end, all they're going to do, if they use the law the way we're talking about it right now, all they're going to do is say, oh, okay, well... You're only allowed an ounce, so these other 400 pounds that we found in your luggage, uh, we're confiscating that and throwing it away, and you're going to pay a fine. Oh, my God. Can you imagine how pissed you'd be? But but think about that, though. It's still a lot easier. You get off a lot easier with that than, you know, 30, 40 years in jail, which is what they get now. Ow. Right. So... Who knows? Maybe that's... But it the... has to be legalized in both countries completely yes. before you can even... Oh, no, for sure. And not even just unscheduled in this country. It needs to be legal in the whole country for them to even consider talking about making those agreements. Well, yeah, because imagine how complicated it would get if the federal government just descheduled it. Well, you well, it automatically get... know that now it depends on where the person's coming from because... It's legal in California. But see, that's the that's the tricky thing. Uh, it's why you're not allowed to bring, say, marijuana from California to Nevada, even though it's legal in both states. I think descheduling it removes a lot of shit. But legalizing it removes even more shit, but creates new shit. Yes. But if it were just plain legal uh -huh. and you made requirements that, all right, you're going to have to have this license, um, I, I, I don't necessarily love the idea of having to have a license, et cetera, but... You have to have a license to have a distillery. But it comes down to this. But it comes down to this for me. If it's the difference between, hey, I'm going to stand tall on the... No, no licenses. Just has to be legal. If that means that the polls tell me that I'm losing 70% to 30%, but if I want it to be legal, but agree to have those basically taxes, the licenses in place, uh -huh. suddenly I'm winning 60-40, I'm taking the sacrifice so that you get the thing legalized in the first place because that's the main later. goal right and you iron the rest out later you get the deal you need in order to get the thing 
legalized. It just makes sense. It just makes sense. And that's why, like, you know, on an upcoming episode of Liberty Revealed, I talk about that very thing, about how the libertarians that I've met, so many of them are dogmatic about their positions on things, and they are not willing to compromise like that. They would rather die on that. Nope, it has to be 100% legal. And yet the polls are saying, just tweak it like this, and it will become legal, but you're going to have these little restrictions. Because then in my mind, I say, cool, that's a step in the right direction. Now, when I look at the situation, instead of marijuana not being legal at all, suddenly it's legal everywhere. Right. And that was the goal, right? So if it's legal everywhere, but you can still get in trouble if you don't have a license, hey, that's still not 100% legal and free, but it's a hell of a lot better than the 0% you're at You mean it's a baby step? Right. Wow. And then you go back later and you fix the other problems that you think you have, like the license thing. If you think you need to get rid of that, then get rid of it. If you're willing to compromise, because if getting rid of it is suddenly going to turn the tide against you, well, you have to compromise. Right. We're a society that's full of different ideas. And no one group of people can expect, if you're going to be somewhat democratic, regardless of whether it's a democracy or a democratic republic, however you want to slice and dice it, If you want some form of democracy where there's not a dictatorship, you can't let one group of people just decide, here's how it's going to be. Right. And when that starts to happen, that's when you know you have a problem. Yeah. It's where Hitler came from. It's where the whole fascist movement came from, actually. It's why I just, I can't stand people who aren't willing to compromise a little bit on their stances. I mean, if you, like you just said, if you can get 50% of the way through your, to your goal by compromising a little bit, then maybe next time you can get 60 the, 60% of the way and then 80% of the way. And then you can get 100% of the way there eventually. Well, and it's funny because people rail against that, right? But go to those same people and say... Yo, dude, I want to lose 100 pounds. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to snap my fingers. And within the next 12 weeks, I'm going to be minus 100 pounds. Okay. That's not realistic. Exactly. It isn't going to happen. And, and, and nobody would say, yeah, you're smart to do that. Instead, they'd be like, no, you know what? In three months... Maybe you lost 50 pounds in three months because you lose a lot of weight up front. Right. Then you schedule out the final 50 pounds. It might take you a year to get rid of all of them. Well, it's no different. You want you want a situation, a, you know, a political situation to be a certain way. <laughs> you have steps in order to get there. And as long as you're heading towards the ultimate goal... You have to decide, is that step worth the sacrifice or not? Well, it's like, it, even if you want to take a simpler example than 
losing 100 pounds. If you want to make dinner, first you have to go to the car, then go to the grocery store, then buy the groceries, then drive the car home, then make the dinner. You don't just snap your fingers and all of a sudden there is dinner. Truth. Though that would be really freaking awesome. It would be. And some people would say that like Postmates, who, by the way, do not pay us anything to mention them, but... People would say, like, Postmates is like you snapping st- your fingers. You still have to order. And but wait I say, 40 exactly. Minutes. You have to order. You got to wait for it. You got to walk down. You got to pick up the food. You got to bring the food back up. It's not like what we're talking about. Snap your fingers. Bam. Food is there. I'm talking, I have a slight rumble of hunger in my stomach, and I literally snap my fingers, and bam, I have a turkey sandwich. Exactly. Well, that's a weird. We just went off in a weird direction with that. I like it, though. It's kind of interesting. Snapping our fingers to get food. And your podcast name should be Bam. Now I have a turkey sandwich. (laughs) Uh, Yogi. I think we're done. What do you say, Yogi? Yogi says goodnight, everyone. Hasta la bye-bye. Hi, everyone. This is Mike. And I truly hope you enjoyed this show. You're able to subscribe to this show on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher so as to never miss an episode. If, by chance, you did miss an episode here or there, you can catch up on all shows, past and present, by heading over to yogispodcastnetwork.com forward slash TNR show. Thanks for listening.